Coming up on Education Talk, the final chapter in our fall sports preview series. Polk County's boys varsity swimming, golf, and cross-country coaches lay out their season predictions and tell us who are the ones to watch. It starts right now. One, two, three, four. It's time for our weekly education discussion. It's getting better all the time. Featuring students, teachers, and business partners in the Polk County Public Schools. To admit it's getting better. is Education Talk. Get interactive now with Talk 1430 WLKF. Well, good afternoon, Lakeland and Polk County. This is Jessica Hall in the studio with you today. As you heard, with the boys of our fall sports teams and the coaches are here to talk with us this hour about cross country golf and swimming and uh, all sports that are really at the forefront of our minds following uh, the close of the Rio Olympics just a a few weeks ago. I am joined this day by a a colleague of mine, Teresa Griffin. Welcome, Teresa. Thank you, Jessica. She is filling in for Jeanette Crowley, who is doing her due diligence and practicing what she preaches uh, involved in uh, her parent night with her son. I don't know what school he goes to, but that's cool. Yeah, I think her her sons go to McKeel. Well, she's doing her job to make sure she stays involved, and I love that. Um, and we miss you, Jeanette. We're going to welcome you back uh, next week. And I'll remind you guys, today is the day for the county elections. Uh, if you want to weigh in on uh, who you would like to see a part of our school board or if to keep the incumbents in their seat, you need to go out and vote today. Uh, District 1 up uh, is Hunt Berryman. He's the incumbent, and then he's uh, contested or Challenged. Big, challenged, yeah, by Ed Shoemaker and Billy Townsend. And then in District 3, our incumbent is Lori Cunningham, and up against her this year is Ronnie Clark, Tim James, and Kevin Kiddo. And then also in District 4, you have your vo- choice between Sarah Beth Reynolds, Rebecca Ricks, Ed Smith, and Becky Troutman. So make sure to go out to the polls. They should be closing soon, so just drive on over. We don't mind if you miss the show to go p- cast your vote. All right, so I don't want to delay the show today. We've got a lot of coaches lined up for you, and we want to talk, uh, get a preview of the different uh, sports that are happening all fall long. How long does the fall season last? Do you know, Teresa? Um, The fall season goes, I mean, it's shortly before we break, right? Districts will end um, before Thanksgiving break, or how does that work? Yeah, we're not experts, so let's ask (laughs) them. They're here in the studio with us, and I want to start off with uh, Adam Summerall. He's the Haines City High School cross-country coach. Welcome, Adam. Hello. And we've also got a few coaches here from golf. Paul Weaver from George Jenkins High School. Hello, thanks for having me. And Rich Stafford over at Winter Haven High School. Welcome, Rich. Hi, thanks for having me. So we're going to start with cross country, um, Adam, and, uh, you know, running is kind of a punishing sport. It definitely requires strength of will, endurance. Some people just have downright stubbornness to push past a desire to quit. So where do your runners usually find their love for the sport? Well, my runners, my boys, they definitely, it gets to the competitiveness. Um, they they love to, to push each other. Um, they love to, to be first. Everything's a race. Uh, whether it be the warm-up, the speed work, uh, easy runs. So they, they push each other. So they really they really get into that love with the being competitive amongst one each other. And I feel like today, because all of the sports that we have representative, 
represented here today are individuals slash team sports. You know, it's an individual determination, but you're all working together toward a team points or, or something to that effect. How does that work in cross country? Well, I mean, one of my philosophies is is we try to develop a family um, with that team. So the we work together for that. So it is an individual. How the points work is the your goal is to get your PR. So you're trying to you know beat your times for that. Um, you do get points um, for the individual. So it is a I mean for like the group does get points together. You're trying to get the lowest score. Um, so if your your guys finished first, seventh. 14th, 29, and 25, then you add them all up together, um, and then that's your that's your score uh, for the teams. Low score wins. So Correct. Cumulative um, points based on rank or place, how they finished, and not necessarily times? Correct. Well, I know here in Florida, um, it's pretty physically demanding to do cross-country, uh, you know, and across the board, it can vary based on the topography of where you live. Here in Florida, you know, runners, they have the luxury of a flat terrain, but in exchange, they're dealing with really heavy humidity. So how do you strategically approach the aspect of the game? Well, we do a number of different things. In Haines City, we do have a, a number of hills. Um, so we do we do train there. They did a the the triathlon in Haines City, so we train some of on those courses. We also, I change up the terrain. We go into the orange groves. Um, we run in the dirt. Um, we run around for that. We also, we have a number of our meets at Howway Park, so we try to commute and practice is out there in Lakeland um, to try to get used to that. So we do a, a different, a lot of different strategies. Um, when looking at that, how does, how would you say that Polk County their cross-country teams in Polk County, how do you guys line up, match up against teams? Do you face teams outside of Polk County ever? Yes. Um, sometimes we do have some bigger meets. Um, we have some bigger meets at Disney. The This past weekend at the Jim Ryan Run, there was teams from all over the state. I think it's the, the biggest meet in the state. Um, so we definitely match up um, against other cross-country teams across the state. And what does your schedule look like this year? So we have a mixture. Like I said, with our goal um, – this is my fourth year coaching, and when we started, our goal was just trying to develop that team. Um, we, we've done very well. Um, last two years, the the boys team has made it to regionals. Um, we finished third in the district. Um, so my goal was to try to get, you know, deep in that regionals and and possibly see if we can't, you know, move on towards state. Um, so our we're going to be at Howie Park three times. We're going to be in St. Cloud two times, and then at Lake Region uh, two times. We have one meet this weekend there, and then we have our county meet there. So my goal is really to try to get the Howie Park as much as possible, because that's where our, our regional meet is going to be at. So in preparing for um, the regional meets, what would you say your coaching philosophy is? Like, What are you trying to teach your athletes? Well, like I, I kind of talked about at the beginning, my coaching philosophy is, is develop a family. Um, one of the things, we have a lot of different runners with a lot of different personalities, and I want to make sure that you know they're accountable for each of those people. Um, they're pushing each other to trying to get you know, you know, as fast as they can. Um, you know, a lot of different schools have a real fast runner um, that's on that team. You know, but my goal isn't just to get one person for my is that team. Uh, you know, get that team originals or the team placement. Um, so I definitely try to work on that, whether it be the the varsity or JV. Uh, we push each other. Do you ever see um, athletes that come out that maybe aren't runners? They want to come out for cross country, but they've never really ran before. Oh, all the time. Um, I was just talking with my my captain, Jason, on the way here. We had a runner who he came out. He could not run a mile. Um, 
king. That sounds like me. Yeah. He could not <laughs> ring a mile. But then he, in his first time for last year, was a 36. This year, he he worked his butt off all summer, um, all the fall. He's right now our number five runner on varsity. He ran a 22 this past weekend. So he Are went they from running a 5K? 5K. Okay. A 36 5K. He dropped almost you know over 10 minutes wow. off that time. So I definitely I have it. Um, that's what I tell people because they're sometimes intimidated. Um, they sometimes come in thinking it's track. We're running a mile mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, we'll start off there. You know, I, I, I you know, take them and then it can, can get them to do amazing I things. I see athletes, the cross-country athletes, running down the highway all the time on my way home. And I'm just like, ooh, yeah. that's pretty special. Well, we've got a few more questions for you before uh, we move on to our conversation with golf. And we've got to go to break. We'll be right back. We're talking... Boys Fall Sports Preview. This is Jessica Hall and Teresa Griffin on Education Talk, Talk 1430 and 96.7. Welcome to the big show. We are talking Fall Sports Preview. Today we are in studio with the boys cross-country golf and swimming coaches from around the county giving you just a taste of what you can expect to see throughout this fall season and uh, we were just having a conversation with coach summerall's over at Haines city cross country and he has um, he brought a student with him but we did get a call during the break and um so we wanted to ask you on behalf of our listeners coach uh tell us a little bit more i guess about what the jim ryan run is well the jim ryan is a invitational at Howway park um, this year there was uh, Jim Ryan um, runs it, sponsors it. Uh, the Olympian, um, you know, the first first male to go under uh, four minutes in the mile. And this year there were over. It was a huge meet. Like I said, there was almost about two thousand people or so running. Um, there was like sixty five teams. There was teams all over the state. Uh, so it was it was real competitive. A lot of real huge meet. And the U.S. did really good um, in the Olympics. I know running isn't always a, a good you know, sport for us pretty much. Um, we're overtaken by a lot of other countries in track and field, but uh, we did great in the marathon. We finished with bronze. I think it was Gallon Rupp that um, that did that, and then we had another top ten finisher. Yeah, we finished first in the fifteen hundred with Centrowitz, uh, which hasn't been done. I think in. I don't know, it was like 20 or 30 years or so. It's a little hard to do when guys like Usain Bolt are out there just putting everybody to shame <laughs> with some crazy fast speed. So let's talk a minute then with uh, your up-and-comer. You've got your captain, Jason Santos, is here in the studio with us. Welcome to the show, Jason. Uh, hello, thanks for having me. We're so glad that you guys drove across the county um, here to join us in the studio. Um, so tell me, as a captain, what advice do you give to the guys who are coming up in this program? Well, I try to make clear to everyone that uh, when we run, we run for our team. And so it really encourages them to keep going. But uh, most importantly, we run to better ourselves because um, every time you're out there putting work into practice uh, during the meets, anytime really, you're just making yourself better. And you're trying to be the best you can possibly be. And that's our goal for um, really the whole season. Um, Jason, I was just wondering how you decided to get into running cross country. Uh, I joined my ninth grade year. I was actually a little late coming to the season. Um, I joined because I just was trying to uh, try out a new sport. I really didn't have a, a reason to run. I wasn't a runner prior to cross country. I came in starting at a 29-minute uh, 5K, and I dropped to a 23.50, I believe, in my first year. But uh, prior to this, I was not a runner at all. I had no interest in running. And now you love it? Oh, absolutely, yes. 
So what are your plans then after high school? Uh, well, hopefully I'm going to go to college to run. Um, the college I'm looking at right now is uh, Rutgers in New Jersey. Uh, hopefully I can um, join the cross-country team there. Uh, I'm not the fastest runner, but I do um, encourage my teammates to run faster, so that's a, a plus. Well, I think, uh, you know, as I mentioned at the top of the show, running is just one of those sports that you got to be stubborn enough to just keep doing it until you're better than everybody else. So uh, kudos to you for the work ethic that it takes to be good at this sport. And as you said, to really shave your numbers down, which is great. Coach, I want to ask you, um, you, you know, this is your first senior class. So when you listen to Jason talk, you know, this is a kid you had, you know, from the beginning. Uh, what's it? What does it feel like to have your first senior class? It definitely feels great. Um, got to know these kids really well. Um, gone through a lot of different, you know, ups and downs, and seeing everything they have accomplished. And you know, I'm really, I'm extremely proud of them um, to everything that they have done and they're going to do. Uh, I was talking with a colleague, and a lot of these seniors, a lot of my runners, um, I'm thrilled to see what they're going to become in life. I just know that they're going to to make a difference. Um, you know, not just in running, but whatever field that they go in. And it, it's, it's really cool, like, to see that, you know, on the field, how they, they do everything. I'm a counselor at Haines City High School, so education's, you know, part of everything we do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pushing that and just, like I said, just real proud of them, extremely. Well, we thank you guys for joining us today, and uh, you're welcome to hang around. We're going to continue the conversation, and we'll get back over to um, the golf coaches who are here with us. I introduced them at the top of the show, and we have, uh, again, Paul Weaver from George Jenkins High School and Rich Stafford over at Winter Haven, and welcome to the show again, guys. Happy to be here. So, Paul, I want to preview the fact that um, Polk Preps gave your team the top spot as the number one team to watch here in Polk County this year, and I, I think you rightfully deserve that as you have a lot of returning uh, players coming, uh, giving you a pretty strong lineup. So what does your season look like? Yeah, obviously, uh, like any season, uh, you start off uh, optimistic, but uh, cautiously. Uh, you know, one of, one, of the, one of the biggest things I try to stress to my guys is, is that uh, you go into the season really expecting nothing. Um, you know, to, to, you have to set your goals carefully. Um, you have to prepare, and you have to, to, to live in the moment and not get ahead of yourself. Um, you know, and although we may have been listed first on that list, you know, I think it was just by 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 luck that they happened to type our name out first. Uh, the you hair know, on your chinny chin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how you made it. You know, I, and I say that. Uh, you know, there are a lot of good programs in the county, um, and 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 one of my biggest goals as a coach is, is I, I want to be part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, I, I I kind of live by the any given Sunday rule um, that that we're going to go play a match against a school. And some days we're going to have it, and some days we're not. Um, you know, obviously we did not, uh, we didn't lose any starting seniors. Uh, we made it to the state tournament last year, uh, an experience of a lifetime uh, for for my guys and for me personally as a coach. And uh, you know, as I said, we're cautiously optimistic. We're one weekend of competition play, and and my guys have been playing uh, phenomenally, and uh, hopefully it keeps up. So you said you didn't lose any any players last year. So can you talk to us a little bit about some of your returning players? Uh, you know, we're, we're led by a, 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 a very mature uh, group of seniors, Brady Whitmire, Ty Jenkins, uh, Evan Weber. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's one of the, the funny things about my squad. Uh, they're, they're, uh, they're pretty much best friends outside of, uh, of the team as well. And um, it brings really a, a, neat, uh, a neat vibe to the team, our practices. Uh, you know, it's one of the things that, that I really stress to the guys, uh, you know, enjoy what we do. 
Um, there's going to be days where the work's going to be hard, and we're probably going to yell at each other a little bit, and we're probably going to press each other. Uh, I really Not encourage in golf. No, har- hardly. <laughs> you know, and and I, and I encourage them to press me. You know, make me be a better coach. You know, hold me accountable. It, you know, if I ask them to be to do certain things, then I want to make sure that I live up to the expectations that they have set of me as well. Um, we've got a lot of great underclassmen that are growing. Uh, Joel Johnson, uh, you know, who's a sophomore this year. Uh, Shane Schmucker, a junior. Um, I've got a great young crew of freshmen. Uh, Roman Branch, to name one. I've got two brothers on the team: Jackson Ross, Michael Ross. Um, you know, I've got a very young team, um, but most importantly, a very fun team. Uh, we play relaxed, uh, but but obviously, when it comes time to yeah, time to do work. Uh, we do our best to make sure we show up. I, I feel like playing relax is a job requirement for golf. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly um, not something I was capable of doing when I was uh, learning how to play. I'd, I shanked quite a few balls in my day. <laughs> hey, and 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 I, and I can't stress this enough. It doesn't matter if you've played for a month or ten years. Uh, Every once in a while, you're gonna you're gonna hit a hosel rocket, as I call it, and uh, <laughs> you just have to shake it off and move on. So you mentioned a lot of players. Um, do you feel like anyone is going to jump out and take the spotlight this year? You, you know, Brady uh, Brady Whitmire is is uh, I, I've had the pleasure of having him as a, as a student athlete for my you know his entire career in high school. Um, he really stands out as as a, as a golf rat, as I call it. He's a kid who you'll find at the golf course even when we're not having organized practice. Uh, you know, he is probably the undisputed uh, leader of the team. Um, and I, you know, I, I mentioned Evan and Ty before, the other two seniors who are, are kind of his uh, his henchmen, uh, partners in crime, if you will. And that's, uh, you know, one of the biggest things and one of the toughest things, and you hit on it earlier, uh, we're talking about individual sports this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, they go out, they play alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're on the golf course and it's you and only you. Uh, and it's one of the, the toughest things to coach because you're trying to convey and share the team element and, and, and the team bond to these guys, and, and yet they're really out there alone. Right. Um, and, it's, and it's humbling to a lot of guys who transition from other sports. Um, we've had kids transition from football and soccer and, and really make the, make the mention of, in other, in other sports like that, you've got other kids that can pick up the slack whenever you make a mistake. Not so in golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're the only one out there. Do you feel like that makes the players better, the fact that they're competing individually? I feel like it requires more of them. Uh, you know, obviously one of the biggest challenges in golf is is that uh, when things do, uh, do go wrong, uh, you stay in the moment, you don't fret, and you keep your head looking forward. And it's uh, you know easier said than done. And that you know I, I raise my hand and, and admit fault. Uh, <laughs> I've done that a time or two for sure. Well, I see Coach Stafford over here. You're nodding along with a lot of what he's saying, um, particularly when he's talking about you know a, a golf rat, a guy who's just out on the field, and you know he he really sets himself apart. Um, you have guys like that on your team that you know you can see stepping into the spotlight. Well, I do. Um, Andrew Walker, uh, who's going to be a junior for me this year, his third year with me. Um, he has played in two or three different tours over the last couple of summers. Um, he's always on the range. He's always hitting balls. Um, and he's a great little player. Um, definitely my number one kid. And he's a great kid, too. Well, you, we know you've got a, a 
a litany of, of kids over there that we want to talk about and highlight. And uh, we're going to give you ample time to do that when we get back. We're going to continue the conversation with our fall sports preview. Uh, this is the final chapter for this uh, s- season, and uh, we want to make sure you stay tuned. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7. Welcome back to Education Talk. As we tell you each week, our show is brought to you by our sponsors, Ridge and Travis Technical Colleges. And uh, those are your post-secondary opportunity for affordable education. They offer eight of the top 10 fastest growing careers in the country. And they're right around the corner and they are reachable. I think that's the most important um, fact that they're in reach and affordable. So, uh... Again, we're talking today about fall sports, and um, you know, today, as I mentioned, also at the top of the hour is election day. If you're on the drive, we do want to make sure that you guys get out there, go vote. Um, you know, it's not it's not November. Don't adjust your calendars. This is a election season, though, and um, so make sure to go to your precinct. We are um, voting for, among many other things, the school board, um, and you can go out there and, and cast your your ballot to make sure your voice is heard on, in relation to our school board, and then uh, as a school district we are also following uh, the storm so if you're out there and it's it's getting a little i know that i saw a lot of um thunder and lightning on the way over here yes i got a little wet coming coming over here a little ominous so if you've been kind of keeping your ear tuned um tropical depression nine is around the corner and you can find out uh, how we're responding to that with our polk county public schools by visiting our facebook page along with many of our other social media outlets or go to our district website we'll have minute by minute updates for you about any decisions that are made regarding closing schools due to severe weather and so stay tuned and stay connected and make sure that you are using all of the resources available to you as a parent. Uh, we were talking before the break with um, Coach Stafford over at Winter Haven High School about his golf team, and you were highlighting for us who you think is going to be taking the spotlight this year. But uh, as, a, as an overall season, I want you to kind of talk with our listeners about what it's going to look like for Blue Devil Golf. Well, we're returning everybody back from last year's team. So we feel like we got a pretty strong squad. Um, three of my kids um, last year made it to regionals. Um, Andrew Walker, Bracken Christman, and Spencer Braswell. Um, they're returning. It's Bracken and Spencer are both seniors this year, so they're trying to get the most out of their senior year, um, as all kids will try to do. Um, I don't take it easy on the schedule, so we're hopefully, you know, if we can win two thirds of our matches, um, there are some teams like McKeel that. You know, that's just tough for us to compete against. But um, we're really just looking forward to, to districts, trying to get the districts in good shape um, with everybody playing well and, you know, let's see if we can get to regionals as a team. And where does your team practice? We practice at Cypresswood Golf Course off of uh, Dundee Road. Um, and if it's not for Bob Shade and his, the head pro there and his willingness to let us practice there, I mean, we, we really have, you know, we're going to struggle to have a team a good team but he's been excellent toward you know the school team with having to practice off-site do you ever facing issues with um, players maybe not being able to commit to the sport not being able to travel for practices after school or anything like that oh yeah um it, it, it gets difficult sometimes for some of these kids when when the parents work and, and they're not driving yet and they don't have a consistent way to get back and forth to, um, to practice um, so we've had a couple of kids with that um, unfortunately 
Now, we were talking um, with uh, Coach Weaver as well about just the competitive nature of an individual sport um, that has a individual players in a team sport um, and this an interesting dynamic that comes with golf as a team sport and you were talking off air a minute ago about how you kind of create a competition within your team to build camaraderie uh, where your guys you said play for bags yes we do um, every week uh, and like we we're supposed to have a match Thursday if we don't get rained out um, we'll have the six guys who are carrying what we call carrying a bag um, and we'll rank them one through six and they will compete that day against whatever teams um, that we're playing against. The other guys are playing in the group behind the competitors, and they're competing with the six guys up front who are carrying bags for bags for the next week. So we keep it very competitive. Sounds like a, a, a fun way to do it. You're over there kind of, I think your your brain's ticking like, oh, this is an interesting strategy, Coach Weaver. Coach, I love it. I, I think I need to take a uh, chapter from your book. Nice. Well, you know, it's. I mean, to take it back from Drew, um, Andrew Walker, it's going to be tough because you're going to have to shoot around par to do it. I mean, the kid can really play some really good golf. Um, where it gets interesting is probably four through six because I've got eight kids who can all shoot around the same score, and it's really just a competition amongst them at that point to see who's going to shoot the lowest score that week. And you use a term um, also that I wasn't familiar with. You were talking about um, kids that have improved. Some are coming in playing, you said, circle eight. What is that? <laughs> uh, circle eight is what we, what we try to do is in order to try to finish before dark. Um, if a kid takes an eight on a hole and he's not finished yet, he's still got a putt or something like that, he's just pick up and put an eight down and circle it that he had to pick up on that hole. He didn't finish it. I think I would have lots of eights. I would have lots of circles. <laughs> lots of circle eights. Well, um, in the break, we, um, you know, Coach Weaver, some of your players called in. I think, um, I don't know if they're just trying to razz you because you're on the radio or they want to get some spotlight because they heard you call out their name. But uh, we do want to welcome them to the show. Who do we have on the line with us now? We got Brady Whitmire, Peyton Prickett, Roman Branch, and Ty Jenkins. All right, Coach, these are your guys, so I'm going to let you rein them in and uh, have them just share a bit. I'm a little nervous about this, no, no question. <laughs> uh, don't be nervous, Paul. It's all good. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Brady, I, you know, I think something for you all to talk about and maybe make a comment on is, is just, uh, you know, some, some advice, you know, some things that have worked for you in your four years as a high schooler and, and an athlete and student athlete and, um, you know, let, let you all run with it. Um, what do you say, guys? Paul has, he says, what advice have you think we've gotten, Ty? This probably pertains to you and I more. Well, what advice have we gotten probably in our four years that have helped us get through, most likely? Uh, Paul, I'd probably say playing the course. You know, you always say, you know, don't play against the competitors, play against the course. It's us in the course, which is good advice. You know, because you got us in the golf course we're not worried about what other people are shooting we're worried about what's given in front of us and we got to beat what's given in front of us so i think that's a pretty good taste of advice and also simplify the game don't make it harder than it needs to be i think that's also a good piece of advice too that you've given us in the uh past four years um ty you got anything ty no oh ty here tom put ty on the phone <laughs> hello this is high-tech radio right here. We're going to pass the phone around. All right, Ty, what advice do you have for your underclassmen? For my underclassmen, you know, in the four years that I've played, it's been really fun. I'm going to miss it when it's gone. Um, for 
the past four years, you know, Paul's always been like a father figure to me, kind of on and off the course. So, you know, if they have any troubles, I'd probably take it with Paul off the course if they're having trouble with anything. And, you know, that definitely transfers over into your game, definitely mentally. And Ty, I feel like... Uh, Ty, I feel like y'all are writing an essay. You know, you start out like re- re- regurgitating the question and <laughs> trying to get those. This is how words. they do it in the classroom. We know you, strategies. You know, and Ty brings up a great point that I think is important for and Jen, uh, you know, the, the the boys and girls swim coach who's sitting across from me, I think agrees, and Coach Stafford, I'm sure does too. You know, we coach kids, we see them after school, but uh, you know, in a lot of ways, we're a support system for them. Um, you know, things happen at school, things happen at home, um, you know, and, and I had a, a college professor at Florida Southern tell me, uh, you know, that, that his classroom wasn't just a classroom, it was a life room. Um, and, and, and you know, Ty's exactly right. I, you know, these kids need an outlet. It's a place for them to talk. It's a place for them to learn. And a lot of what we teach in golf isn't just about lessons on the course, but it's about lessons in life. And, um, you know, and, and, and to Coach Stafford's point earlier, uh, you know, our home course, we split time between Eagle Brook and Cleveland Heights, and we're fortunate to have the support of both those courses. And without the support of the community and things outside, uh, we wouldn't be able to do uh, half of what we do. Well, we like to thank you, um, both of you, for joining us and hanging with us um, for the whole first half of the show. And as you mentioned, we do have another guest coming up to talk about swimming at George Jenkins High School. And she's also brought a student along with her. So we will get to that as soon as we come back from the break. You're listening to Education Talk on Talk 1430 and 96.7. Polk County Public Schools are gearing back for the fall classes. And in these last few weeks, proper back-to-school preparations are important to the achievement of our students. Some parents in Polk County may not know what steps they can take or that many resources are available on the Polk County Public Schools website, www.polk-fl.net. We at Polk County Public Schools want to see your child receive a high-quality education. It is our hope that by making your back-to-school preparations easier, both you and your child will enter the school year well-equipped to work towards educational success. Well, welcome back to Education Talk. We are wrapping up our fall sports preview with a discussion with our boys' athletics teams. But before we get back to the conversation, we do want to make sure that, parents, you are informed on the latest information happening here within our school district, including updates related to Tropical Storm 9, uh, which you can find out, as mentioned, on our Polk District website. Uh, Teresa, we've got a few other things going on. Yes, we do, Jessica. I have a few events I want to make sure you guys are aware of. The Community Involvement Conference is coming up on Friday, September 30th. And this is a great way for parents and the community to really get involved in our schools. If you want to know ways you can get involved, you want to make sure you come out to this Community Involvement Conference, you can find out more information on our district website, polk-fl.net. You do have to register for this event, but it is free. And that's on Friday, September 30th. It's also Hispanic Heritage Month, and to celebrate that, Governor Rick Scott um, has an art contest for students in kindergarten through third grade, and then an essay contest for all the grades above that. So the deadline to enter is next Friday, September 9th. So if your student is interested in that, there are also details on our homepage. The district college fair is coming up on Tuesday, September 6th. 
I know it's the beginning of the school year, but it's never too early to start planning for college. So students and parents come out to the district college fair on Tuesday, September 6th from 6 to 8 p.m. at Florida Southern College. This is a free event. There will be over 60 colleges and universities there represented at the fair. So if you're interested in that and want to find out more information, there's a phone number that you can call. And that is 863-534-0027. And again, that's the District College Fair, 863-534-0027. And as always, you can get information on our district website, as Teresa mentioned, at polk-fl.net. And if you have any questions for us, we can always answer those for you on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash educationtalkradio or radio at polk-fl.net. So much information to share. And uh, we're trying to rush through it because... Up on deck, and she's been waiting so patiently, is Coach Gosling from George Jenkins High School Boys Swimming. Welcome, Coach. Thank you so much. You actually rushed over to the studio from a meet? No, we had swim practice tonight. From practice. So not as dramatic as I was hoping. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you brought with you one of your captains, Bruno Barcinetti. Welcome to the show, Bruno. Hello. How are you doing? So tell me, Coach, what uh, what's it going to look like this year for swimming over at GJ? Well, if Mother Nature would stop storming, we would finally have our first meet. But um, we're supposed to be swimming Thursday night, and we all know Tropical Depression. So you probably is out won't there. be swimming Thursday <laughs> exactly. night. Exactly. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and put a pin in that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have 14 boys. Nine of them are returning from last year. I had 15 seniors total graduate last year. So. It's a smaller boys team, but very advanced, and they're working hard. And I was going to ask you who you think would take the spotlight, but seeing as how you brought your captain right here to the studio, um, am I safe to assume that Bruno's one of those stars? Yes, he is. <laughs> so, Bruno, then um, tell everybody what events you compete in. Um, I swim in the 200 medley relay, 200 free relay, and the 100 breast. And, you know, because we all watch Michael Phelps, we all know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> ask me a year from now, and I'm going to forget what all of those... <laughs> terms mean <laughs> so um as a captain then what advice do you have for the young guys on your team i definitely say to keep everything positive you know your attitude reflects uh leadership so if you stay positive your swims are going to be really well so no michael phelps facing on the sidelines you getting your aggressive game face on yeah. <laughs> i'm sure everybody knows what i'm talking about the memes, the memes. memes. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere um do you have any superstitions before the race um no, not really. I just just keep music in and focus on what I have to do. So, Coach, um, who do you think the boys are looking forward to facing in the pool this year? Um, I would probably say Winter Haven. They're usually our biggest rivals. Um, last year they had four divers where we didn't have any, but we were able to come back and win the county swim meet by seven points. That's right. We're <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah. <laughs> Spoken like a true athlete. So they're hoping for a three-peat this year. What um, what are the keys to training in this particular sport? Um, we do a lot of dry land training. After practice, we do an hour of dry land where I have five guys that and one, I should say four guys and one girl that are dry land captains and they'll flip tires and do push-ups. The guys are in this push-up competition, 100 push-ups a day now. Yep. They do that, and today He's we so did it in the that. locker He's room. He's nodding really large. Because yep. <laughs> um, he is the guru of the push-ups. Um, and just training hard and making sure you almost exhaust them every day. Well, you mentioned that Winter Haven is your rival. You know, Winter Haven actually had a former um, swim star from over there go out for the U.S. Olympic trials. Are you familiar with this story? Yes, David Lambert. She knows all about it. She's like, let's not talk about that. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> I've supported David since he was young. 
Well, we definitely, um, as an as a country, you know, we did a great showing at the Olympics this year. We won, you know, three to one in Rio in all overall medal count for swimming. Oh, I didn't miss a single race. Yeah, and then uh, I think it was like five to one in the gold category. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you find that when Olympics come around, do you have a higher recruitment? Yes. Um, last Olympics, we had sixty-two swimmers total. Six? Yes, wow. between girls and guys, mm-hmm. and this year is honestly my smallest team. I have 38. So how many are in the pool at any given time? I mean, how many do you need to kind of get through all of the different categories? Um, I could get away with probably 20 to 25, but I'll, I usually keep them all. If they don't like the sport, they usually quit themselves the first week of practice. I can imagine it's a pretty grueling sport. Um, So we like to thank you. I know we we just got to touch a little bit on it today, and we're so glad that you came out to join us on the show today. Um, Thank you. Thank you, Bruno, for coming in studio with us. And a shout out to all of our athletics teams uh, this entire fall season. And we're so glad that you've um, come out to show your support. And listeners, we hope that you can go out and show your support, be fans, attend the games, cheer on our teams across the county. We've got good things happening here in Polk. You're listening to Education Talk on Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7. Tuesday between 5 and 6 p.m. with more from our panel. Talk 1430 WLKF. Keep up to date with what's important. News, weather, traffic. Talk 1430 and talk 96.7.